I, as a woman who wears makeup, I like to look my best self. And for me, that's glowing. Mm -hmm. If I'm radiant, I feel good. I feel better. I, I know that I'm healthy. And that's what Oh My Glow provides. It provides that little boost of like, oh man, my skin is looking just so effervescent right now. And that just does something to your spirit. Welcome to the Friends in Beauty podcast, a safe space for ambitious beauty industry creatives to have real talk, get real answers and practical tools to grow their businesses. My name is Aquia Robinson, and I'm a makeup artist, beauty educator, and the creator of Friends in Beauty. I created Friends in Beauty to support like-minded creatives, just like you, on their quest to connect, network, and build genuine relationships within the beauty community. Join me every week as me and my special guests reveal the keys to success and longevity in the beauty industry, and most importantly, have fun while doing it. You ready? Hey, what's up? It's your best friend in beauty, Aquia Robinson. Welcome back to another episode of the Friends in Beauty podcast. I am so happy to have you here. I hope that you are listening to this episode in good health, high spirits, despite everything that's going on in the world today. I'm so happy that you chose to tune into this episode to, you know, change gears a little bit and give yourself a break from all of the madness that is going on in the world today. Um, Before we jump into today's episode, I want to remind you to sign up and join our Facebook community. Our Friends in Beauty Facebook community is growing and I would love to have you there if you are a friend in beauty. Just a place for us to hang out, virtually network and share resources with one another during this time and going forward. Also, make sure you're following Friends in Beauty on all social media platforms at Friends in Beauty so you can stay connected and see what we're up to. Now, today on the Friends of Beauty podcast, we welcome Joelle Phillips, professional makeup artist and creator of Oh My Glow Cosmetics. With an original love for photography, Joelle's curiosity in makeup artistry began to blossom on set of photo shoots as she studied the makeup artist's techniques in order to strengthen her skills as a photographer. After attending the Art Institute of Washington and returning home to Philly, Joelle found difficulty with finding consistent work as a photographer, and she soon found herself doing makeup just for fun, and as her skill set grew, so did her passion for being a makeup artist. When sharing an innocent beauty hack in a Facebook group, Joelle was encouraged by her peers to create a DIY tutorial that, to her surprise, went viral on social media and in turn birthed Oh My Glow Cosmetics. Since then, Oh My Glow Cosmetics has been featured in Beyonce's Spirit and Bigger Videos, has reached 100K in sales within its first year in business, and remains a staple in the kits of many of your favorite makeup artists. In this episode, Joelle shares the story behind how she transitioned from photography to makeup artistry, how she developed Oh My Glow Cosmetics, and how she balances her artistry and growing her business. Joelle also talks about the different challenges she faced launching Oh My Glow and gives us details on her six-week product development course, Concept to Creation, that will assist you in avoiding some of the setbacks she experienced. At the time of this interview, the course was about to launch, so Joelle was gracious enough to offer the Friends in Beauty community 
a special discount on the upcoming session in September 2020. Make sure you check out the show notes for details on that. And without further ado, let's jump into this episode and this interview with Joelle Phillips. Enjoy. Welcome to the Friends and Beauty Podcast, Joelle. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. As you know, Oh My Glow is like one of my favorite things in my kit. And when I was writing out like a list of who I would potentially want to have on the podcast, of course, you were one of the top people I have to have on the podcast because you're amazing. Your brand is amazing. And I'm so excited to learn more about you, Oh My Glow, and like what you have planned for the future and everything. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. But before we jump into the interview, I want to do some icebreakers for, you know, our friends in beauty to get to know you a little bit more outside of like the beauty world. Okay. Cool. All right. So first one is give us three random facts about you. Okay. Random facts. Um, I am one of 13. I am the baby. (laughs) I come from a very big family. We're all scattered. Um, another random fact. Oh, this is, I don't know. I'm from Philly originally. So I don't know if everyone knows that about me. It's like born and bred, still live there. And oh, I started off as a photographer. I actually have my degree in fine art photography. A lot a few people don't know that either about me. <laughs> right, right. And growing up with all of those siblings. How is that? And you're the baby? I'm the baby. Like, we've sure. all, like, reconnected over the last uh, decade, so it's always a party. I'm kind of sad COVID messed up family events. We're supposed to get together for the 4th of July, and, you know, yeah. everybody brings their children. My sister's pregnant, and I'm, like, they're in Georgia, so it's, like, I'm, I'm excited. Another, another blessing coming into my very obnoxiously large family, but I can't, I can't see my sister. Girl, I'm right there with you. I think I have that that I know of total. I have about, I think, 12 siblings. Mm. And I have like 35 or 36 nieces and nephews. Yeah, it's about it's about there for me. And they're still coming. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have any kids, so. Me neither. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, next one. Outside of the beauty world, um, what does everybody tell you you're good at? Teaching. I get told I'm a very good teacher and it doesn't even matter what it is. Um, I've, since we've been on lockdown, I've really been diving into um, design and my favorite app, well, one of them is Canva. I love Canva. It's so, it's such an amazing application. I think it's because I had, I was an artsy kid and I use, I don't know, I'm telling my age, Kid Picks. Who remembers Kid Picks? I remember that. I would spend hours on that app, like making pictures and just designing things on my little PC when I was like eight mm-hmm. and coming back to being a full adult and experiencing this new technology in Canva, I get to like flex my design knowledge a little bit. I'm not a graphic designer by anybody's stretch, but I'm, I'm learning how to use this app and I love teaching people what I've learned. Yeah. What qualities do you admire about yourself? That I can have fun. Even when things get incredibly overwhelming for me, I can find a way to at least find a little bit of fun in whatever I'm doing. And that's what helps me keep going. That's a good gift. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Ooh, 
Best compliment I've ever received. I swear, every time I get a beautiful comment referencing my product, it's like the best compliment. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the best compliment when someone says, oh my God, I, I love your product because I feel like myself. I don't feel weighed down by by beauty products. Mm-hmm. I feel like my most beautiful self. That That's the best compliment. Nice, nice. And last icebreaker. Okay. If you weren't a makeup artist or this brand creator, what would you want to be? What would I want to be? Oh, I probably want to be a consultant. I would really love to like be the voice of the ignored when Mm -hmm. it comes to certain products in the industry, not just like making makeup or being a makeup artist. I would really love to work with other brands in the beauty industry, not just with cosmetics or makeup, but like with hair products and, and accessories. I really feel like still brands aren't listening to us. And I, w- I would really love to like be in a room and actually like say, hey, um, so you know, black women aren't orange, right? You, you know <laughs> that you can bring in some yellow tones and yes, some please. golden undertones. Like I've never met an orange black person, never met one. Yeah, never me either. <laughs> That's very interesting. Yeah, I'll be dying. Like especially with like the lighter shades, I'm like, where is the yellow? Why? Like, why, so where, orange? why are we orange? I've I've point out a black person that has orange hues, like one. So a consultant. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Definitely learned some. I did know the photography thing though. I remember that about you. Thank That's you. Really cool. Because I always tell people, I um. I didn't like, I wasn't like a professional photographer, but I was always that person in the family that had a camera. Right. Always bring it to the parties. And I just became like the designated photographer. And then I took like a photography course in college and in high school, actually. So I always tell people I'm surprised I didn't do photography first and then transition um, into makeup. But now I'm interested in photography again. So I might, you know. Yeah. Like a little baby, (laughs) Vanessa Myricks. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Vanessa, man. I feel so seen with Vanessa. Yes, yes. So let's jump into it. Tell me about, like, what are your earliest memories of makeup and how did that interest um, blossom into you seeking a career, like, in photography and beauty? I've been playing with makeup all my life. There is a picture of me, I want to say I was five, and my mother gave me the Tinkerbell. Again, I'm telling my age. Tinkerbell makeup kits, which like in hindsight was probably like this, that was the best she could do because Tinkerbell was not for us, was yeah. not for black children at all. But I always enjoyed putting on that like blue eyeshadow mm-hmm. on my eyes or like I always, I, there was another picture of me getting caught in my mother's red lipstick. Yeah. Like I always loved makeup, but I really feel like I dove into it more in high school because bookworm i read kevin aquan's books i loved bobby brown's books i always had like this fascination with makeup but i also did that weird thing in watching 90s sitcoms i would like analyze black makeup because 90s makeup was iconic for black women but it was also awful (laughs) it was also we had moments where i'm like okay why are we ashy I what? do look at the old movies sometimes, especially one that I really, really looked at one time was um, 
vampire in Brooklyn with the basset. And she is beautiful as she is. She looks ashy, girl. Cakey. <laughs> and you can't help but notice it. And I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a horrible movie, but I love it. But yeah, her makeup. How are you going to do Angela like that? Mm-hmm. But then you also have movies where it's like Waiting to Exhale. Beautiful black cast. That makeup, I, I gotta, I can't remember who did makeup for that movie, but didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat, but then you you have like your interest. I looked at Martin, like the first season of Martin. I'm like, all right now. All right. <laughs> who was touching, who was touching Tisha? Like who, right. who, who was responsible for this? Because there were some times like lip line was, she'd be wearing a bright red lipstick yeah. and it'd be crooked. Wow. But yeah, I, I got really into it in um, high school, but I didn't really pursue it until my last few years of college because I was a photography major and I specialized in fashion and beauty work. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, I, at the time I was in DC, this is my connection to DC because that's where I went to school. I was surrounded by amazing makeup artists and hairstylists and, gra- and creative directors. Like uh, I worked with Rennie Vasquez a few times, um, Monet Everett, like they're huge now, Kat Aragon. I learned so much from watching them do makeup mm-hmm. because if I could understand how, they're, how they were doing makeup, I could do my job better. So there were times where I would set up the lights early just so I can sit in the makeup room and watch what they were doing. I love that. Yeah. I did work with Monet recently. She mentioned you and I didn't know that you all had that um, connection. I've known Monet for 10 years. Nice. We used to, we used to live on uh, the same road in Arlington. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of uh, things together over the years. Nice. Where did you go to school? Um, Art Institute. Uh, okay. Born- yeah oh my gosh the art institute um they they bang out a lot of amazing photographers yes that's I, went to school with Yulia. Hmm. I went to school with yulia she actually takes uh she's one of the head photographers at uh vogue she she's worked with vogue vogue italia l harper's bazaar nice yeah, that was how I got a lot of my first um, portfolio images. I went. I, I used to work with a girl who was attending the Art Institute at the time for photography, but she used to do more so of like, um, like food photography. Mm. Took me up with a lot of uh, like either her teachers at the Art Institute or students that were under that teacher that were bomb, and I got some amazing pictures. Yep, that's really cool. So, mm-hmm. how did the make like? How did you say I wanted to be a makeup artist now? Like. When did that happen? When I moved back to Philly, I wasn't able to work as much in D- in Philly as a photographer as I was in D.C. Because I-, I worked all the time as a photographer in D.C. But when I moved back here in Philly, no one couldn't get any work, but I would already known how to do makeup. So I was doing um, stock photos for a fashion brand, a startup fashion brand. And um, I think the makeup artist couldn't, couldn't come. And the owner noticed that I could do makeup. So she asked me, like, hey, can you, can you fill in? So I would do it every once in a while. It wasn't a big thing. And they're like, oh, you're actually really good. So I would trade off, do makeup and photography sometimes, you know, back and forth. And one, one day the creative director called me for uh, another assignment. But instead of doing the photos, it was for a fashion show. I usually, I hate events, but, you know, 
yeah. needed a gig. He was like, no, it's actually for makeup. We want you to do makeup for this fashion show. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's for Milano. I don't know if you know Milano De La Rouge. She's, she just had a baby uh, a couple of days ago. Um, I, think I know who you're talking about. I had to see your face though. Yeah, Milano, she has like her, her, um, her urban style fashion line. She's uh, Meek Mill's girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, it was for her first fashion show, I want to say. And I was told it was going to be a couple makeup artists there. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. I was the only one there. That's that trick bag. That'd be happening so often. Because <laughs> I, I didn't, I was like, I just do makeup for fun. I'll just, whatever. It's, it's, it's something to do. Mm-hmm. I was the only makeup artist. And I did do all of those models by myself. Definitely been there before. Ooh, was I mad and tired. <laughs> but when everybody walked out and the photos were coming in and everybody looked great, I was like, wow, this is cool. The makeup artist for Milano, because it was it was her show, she showed up to do her makeup and we befriended each other. She asked me like what my rates were. She asked me, you know, how I you know, do how long I've been doing makeup. I'm like, oh, I just do this for fun. This is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't do makeup professionally. And she yelled at me. She was like, are you, a- are you absolutely insane? You were too good. You didn't get paid to do all the work you just did. You need, she told me all the things that I needed to do, all mm-hmm. of this stuff. And that following week was the makeup show in New York. And I got together all the money I could get. And I bought as much stuff to start a kit. Mm-hmm. And that is how I started my career as a makeup artist. Nice. And what year was this? This was 2015, 2014, something like that. Nice. I love it. So how did Oh My Glow come about? Okay. <laughs> that one. What is about that? That happened the top of the year. It was January 2017. Actually, let me just go back a little bit further. Uh, the fall of 2016, um, Tayana Robinson, she had just started her makeup mogul group Mm -hmm. and it it was the collective at the time, just started it. I think it was like maybe 150 of us in that group. I, we'd done some classes together, met, it it was just, you know, a fun little group to be a part of. Mm -hmm. She posted every, she asked everybody to share a beauty hack. And I'd only been doing makeup at that time, maybe a little over a year. So I didn't really have any hacks. I didn't, you know, I'm like, I don't know. So the same friend who told me to become a makeup artist at that fashion show showed me how to take MAC Fix Plus and mix it with pigment. Mm -hmm. And I had been doing that with different kinds of pigments for about six months prior. I, I bought like four or five bottles of Fix Plus and I took all these pigments that I liked for brown skin uh-huh. and made a bunch of different ones to fit my clientele because predominantly women of color because uh, highlighters for our skin looked ashy. It just, or you only get that one isolated area of glow on the, um, on the cheekbone. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, all over. We glow from within. We don't, we need that. It enhances us because that melanin. So I showed a picture. I just lined up all the bottles up and I I took a picture and I put it in the group, left, figured, well, whatever. 
and the gr everybody in the group like compiled in the comments under that one post. Like, what is oh that? my God, what is this? This is genius. And I was like, I thought all y'all did this. Like, <laughs> I, didn't think any, I really, at the time, did not think it was anything special. Tayana mm -hmm. emailed me and she said, you have to show a video of how you made this. Post a video. And I'm like, for what? I remember this too. I'm like, as you're saying this, I remember a lot of this. Right. This was this was like November 2016, something like that. And I'm like, girl, why? Completely ignored her. Christmas comes by, New Year happens, and I get this urge to get out of my bed and record a video. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just gonna make this video. And I got up got all my stuff together, set up my camera, my, my ring light, everything. And I sat on the floor in my mother's living room and I made this video. I edited it, I uploaded it and I went to sleep. And then the next, when I got up that afternoon, because this took all night, I think I went to bed at like 8am that oh morning. I, yeah, it was rough. And I got up, it was like five or six o'clock in the evening the following day. Mm -hmm. And the post, cause I put it on Instagram had gone viral. I woke up and there was like 10,000 views, 250 comments. I'm like, what just happened? Right. What just happened? I'm on the Explorer page. Blogs are reposting me. I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. So I, I'm like, let me, I, I guess I've, I've, I'm viral now. Yay. Um, Tayana emails me again. <laughs> she goes, you have to sell this. Make this a product and sell it. Now, I had already had requests to make it. Yeah. Like, oh, people were asking, like, hey, girl, I'll just buy stuff at Mac and send it to you. Can you just make this for me and then send it back? I'm like, what? Look at the video. Right, do it yourself. <laughs> it's a DIY. <laughs> so, this is so funny. Um, Jonathan told me to, to make the product and to figure it out. And from January 2017, March 2017, I worked on building Oh My Glow, mm -hmm. which is what we have today. I started out with five glow shades, and now I have nine in two different sizes. We now have eyeshadows and highlighters. We are we have three um, serums, three different shades, glow serums for the skin. We're ever-expanding uh, three years later. Here we are. That's amazing. It's amazing to hear you tell that story because I lit I remember when you posted that video. I remember seeing the um the thing in the group and everything. And I remember seeing the I, I can still see the video like in my head. It's so cute. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. That's and I was getting chills as you're saying that because a lot of times we try so hard to be viral or just to make things happen. And right. just when you least expect it, you just doing something natural. Right. Like, you naturally and look what happened. Yes. And we're 2020, so three years later and yeah. still booming. What was that process like for you between January and March? What, what did it take for you to get Oh My Glow up and running? I love this question because uh, no one's ever asked me that. And it's something that I really want to like help people avoid. Mm -hmm. That's why I've done this course. Those three months, I, I slipped into the most darkest depression I think I've ever can remember experiencing. Mm. I cried myself to sleep many a night. Mm. 
I had no idea what I was doing. I'd never aspired to own a, a cosmetics company. I had to literally learn how to make everything. And I was, I'm by myself. I didn't have any help. I had to learn recipes, make sure I had contracts and things were legal. And, um, I had to set up e-commerce, never heard of e-commerce. Yeah. I had to learn all the lingo and I did all of this in three months. And looking back, I'm like, why didn't anyone stop me? <laughs> why didn't anyone stop me and my poor mom? Uh, she, she could help where she could, but, um, I stayed up. I, there were days where I forgot to, to eat. I just wanted to do the very best I could because I literally didn't think I could do anything else at the mm-hmm. time. So the reason why I want to do this course mainly is to help people not be so overwhelmed with the things that they don't know. Yeah. Because I am grateful for the communities that I've had on Facebook to go when I didn't know what I was doing and needed the extra assistance, but to have to like dig for certain bits of information because not everybody knows what you need. Only you know what you need when you're starting your business. Only you know what you want your your business to look like. And you can know all of those things, but not know the resources or the, the where to go. That's what's crippling. Right. So I want so much for people not to experience what I went through. Right. I'm glad you mentioned the um the contracts and everything like that because I've always wondered when you're dealing with um skincare or just mm-hmm. cosmetics in general, are there certain licenses that you have to have or um just in order yeah, to like it's, it's, it's a little bit of a gray area, but for me, for peace of mind, for me and my customers, I take that extremely seriously. So I vetted my labs, I vetted all of my vendors. I'm like, have y'all had lawsuits? Have y'all had any type of discrepancies with the chemicals that y'all use. I, my product is vegan for that very reason. I try to go after the, the, um, the factories and the, the labs that are organic. Yeah. I, I want that security and that safety. If you've been, um, if you have your CDC certificate certificates, cool, even better. Like I, that's one less thing I got to worry about. Mm-hmm. I want to know where you get your products, where are they ethically sourced? Those things are important because it could bite you in the ass later. Right, right. So as far as you yourself have an Omar Glow, do you have to have a, a special license or a certification in order to even sell it? I don't, but I uh, make sure that we practice very high sanitation, especially like my mother has an autoimmune. So I have to really be careful with everything. Like with COVID, I'm, I'm, nuts i wear gloves i wear masks even when i'm working with my products gloves mm-hmm. mask lab coat hairnet i'm wiping everything down i'm following um i have a, i took a course to learn how to be cleanly especially when you're working with cosmetics in a, in a laboratory uh, setting because mm-hmm. i i converted my um my uh, space in the downstairs and downstairs level of my house into a workshop basically, but everything's stainless steel because you know, hygiene, yeah. everything's covered, whatever. I can't work on the stainless steel. It gets covered in plastic and that gets sanitized. It's all about understanding and wanting to protect yourself as best you can. Like in the three years that I've done on my glow, never had a problem 
with anyone having a reaction to mm -hmm. anything I make unless yeah. they're allergic to a specific extract that I don't know nothing about. Right. <laughs> That's funny. I always ask my clients, are you allergic to anything? They're like, no, but like, well, we go find out today. Right. Like I have one client, oh, uh, when I first started, I never forget this. She said, is there any way that you can make this without the chamomile? I'm like, why would you want me to take chamomile out? Like yes. that's soothing to the skin. She was allergic to it. Aww. I didn't know that. I didn't know. And then some people have a cucumber allergy. See it, but it, it helps to, to place these things on packaging. And yes. that's another thing. A lot of people just think you can just slap your logo on a package. No, you, you want to have, you have to be clear. You, Lots of people say that my products, when I first started out, that Oh My Glow is a setting spray. It clearly says finishing on the bottle. Mm -hmm. I want it to be, there's no miscommunication. There's no misunderstanding what you're holding in your hand. Mm -hmm. Nice. What kind of challenges did you face, I guess, in the beginning growing the brand versus the challenges that you have now operating in it? Starting out finding packaging was literally, I would have just, if someone could just pull my teeth out <laughs> with a rusty wrench, it would have probably been less painful. Oh my God. That packaging and dealing with China, I never had done that before. It's a breeze now. Communicating with vendors overseas is, I had to figure it out, but um, yeah, finding packaging that, that, were up to my standards mm -hmm. and were what I wanted for all my glow and not what, what was available. Yeah. Was hard. It was so hard. Um, but now it's still a bit of a challenge, you know, with COVID and then our administration with the tariffs, you know, new, they're always new challenges, but you got to just take a breath relax a little bit and be flexible. That's like the one thing I've learned the most working my brand is I have had to have more patience. Mm -hmm. That's probably one of the many reasons why I don't handle kids. I don't handle patience, <laughs> but um, I had to develop that muscle. Mm -hmm. um, and challenges I have now, um, pretty much the same, you know, uh, just sourcing products sometimes. And now with COVID, I'm having a Things are taking a lot longer to ship, a lot longer. Yes. Um, but now when you're growing, you have to, when you're growing a brand, especially with cosmetics, you have to, you have to stretch a little bit more. And what I mean by that is before I was making things by hand, mm -hmm. now I have machinery because I can't do those volumes like I was doing before. Like in the beginning, I could fill. 100 and 150 bottles by hand. <laughs> Try to do that now. Right. Time. Time is of the essence. I might be able to fill 20 bottles right now, mm -hmm. but filling 50, 150, no, I need, that's going to take too much time. I need a machine to do that for me now. Mm -hmm. So I'm building out, I'm scaling with machinery when it comes to making eyeshadows, lip products in the future, packaging again. I'm getting palettes developed mm -hmm. those are the things that i'm having to learn on my learn on my way but it's a lot easier now because i have access to the vendors and the the community that i need now right so if you're um with fulfilling orders now you have a lab or you, you still do it i still do my fulfillment myself but 
I have, um, I have help from family and some friends, but I have a system now. So it's a lot less strenuous when it comes to fulfillment. Cause honestly for me, for fulfilling orders is the fun part. I can pour a glass of wine, turn on Netflix or some music or whatever, and just fill boxes and go ahead. It's the making the product that's like, oh God. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's, that's the, that's the next goal is to get everything sourced outside like mm-hmm. go to a, a lab to have them do my product for me and then you could just package it up and yes i i would love nothing more than do fulfillment got you how do you balance your artistry side with doing oh my glow oh that's easy i don't <laughs> i know that's right i can't like what what and now i'm i'm teaching now so doing I, I said, and now more than ever, because I said before that if I just did students and bridal only, mm-hmm. I'd be happy. I could do brides on the weekends, work on my glow throughout the week, take a couple students here and there. That's my ideal life. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to go back to photography. I had to like let that go for a while because mm-hmm. oh, my glow took over my life. But I'm like, I miss my camera. My photography was my first love. I picked up a camera way before I picked up a tube of lipstick. Right. So I, I want to, I want to go back to that. And like Danessa figured it out. So I know I can. Right. <laughs> I guess with, you know, building that, building your ideal team of people to help you. So it can start to run without you really being there, I guess. That's right. The goal. What right. kind of people do you need, though, like on your team in order for that to happen? Oh, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> product, I guess production director, I would need yeah. that person. I have marketing team. Because uh, I... Uh, so right now you do all of that, the marketing and... I do everything by myself. I make the product. I ship the product. I design... Uh, some of the, I design all the social media, um, some of the, the packaging I've done myself. I deal with the vendors myself. You know, it's it's a balancing act, but I do I do what I can in a day. And tomorrow's a new one, so just try to keep going as you can. And you can. I mean, I just have to realize I can't do everything myself. So delegating is something I still to this day struggle with, mm-hmm. but. I have no choice now. I, I have to. I have to uh, for me, I, I, that's why I'm curious to know how you do it because I feel like you're on like a grand scale, girl. I mean, I do have an assistant. Um, you know, with COVID, I had to put her on ice. I feel a little. But when everything flourishes again, I'll be able to hire out mm-hmm. a, a lot more. I'll be able to be like, hey, um, you process orders. Yeah. Hey you mix the pigments today. Hey, uh, you make the run to uh, the printer. I'm not doing it. Yeah, definitely. What kind of assistant do you have? Just like a, a personal assistant? Or? I have a virtual assistant at the moment. So customer service, answering the emails, stuff like that, she handles. Processing orders, um, I just print them out. Yeah, I'm gonna need one of those soon. <laughs> Where'd you find yours? Uh, the Philippines. Oh, nice. So she's affordable, reliable, mm-hmm. very polite. Speaks good English. Yes. <laughs> very, I mean, sweetest person ever. And because um, our dollar is so much stronger than theirs, mm-hmm. can afford, I can afford to pay them a, a what we consider below, below yeah. minimum wage is a decent wage. 
in the Philippines. Did you go through an agency or something? A friend of mine who uses several of them, uh, she recommended uh, the website to me. I will, I cannot recall the name of it, but I will give it to you. Yeah, let me know. Because I'll put it in the show notes too, just in case anybody else is looking for. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, they're amazing virtual assistants. Uh, what is it? PH online jobs or something? I'll find it. But yes, very, very. And they and the best part about it is that they 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 come to you for uh, the job opportunity. You may post the, the listing, but when I tell you, I was overwhelmed by people just saying, "Hey, here's my resume. Hey, like and you set up your own interviews." It's I love I loved every minute. Okay, I got I definitely need to do that for sure. Yeah. Now, for people who are interested in developing their own products and everything, do you recommend that they kind of go the route of like just like kind of like what you did, just trying things from scratch, or do you think they should have some kind of product development or take a some kind of course in like cosmetic chemistry in order, or does it depend on what they're trying to uh, make? It depends on what they're trying to make and what their where their bandwidth is mm-hmm. now what i mean is for me this was accidental diy um i didn't have a lot of money so mm-hmm. i had to do everything by hand yeah so if if i had the budget i would have definitely hired a lab to make my product for me but i didn't have that so i did if i wanted to do this and i wanted to be good up to my standards and to be up to the standards of anything that sits on a shelf at your altar your sephora i had to learn what it would take to get there. So I took classes, I, I read books, um, I joined forums, I did the research. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on what you want for your products. And you don't have to sell cosmetics. It doesn't, this doesn't even have to stop at beauty products. It could be, I see people on um, Etsy that sell in, uh, elderberry, like mm-hmm. supplements to boost the immunity system. I see women selling, um, uh, stuff for vaginal health. Mm-hmm. I see people selling things uh, like it, it could be your T-shirt brand. Right. As long as you take pride in what you're doing and pay attention to things like packaging, I really feel like for me, when it comes to packaging, there were there were no outlets for education on packaging. I think that most people just rely on their graphic design team for that, and I'm like. That's why there's no conversation because we just think all we need to do is buy some bubble mailer envelopes or a plain box, stick our stuff on it, and that's good enough. And no, it it really, it can be, but you can be better. And there was, like I said, there was no education on that for me. So I really took time Mm -hmm. to develop my um, brand my brand design for packaging. Nice. How do you feel about the the different um like oh my glow dupes that you've seen like pop up? <laughs> some of them some of them. Most of them are adorable. Like Aww. I see what you tried to do here. You're a bigger brand, you got bigger money and you didn't even try. Yeah. So it's fine. It's it, that's cute. And then there are times where I'm like, okay. Now, you could have just paid me and I'd have sold you the formulation, the idea, you could have just paid me. You had mm-hmm. to steal. You really had to do that and then think that people were, weren't going to notice. Right. That's the part that I was remember when I first started seeing them pop up and I was like, that ain't the same thing. That look watery. Um, 
<laughs> like that's not the same. <laughs> I love that pe like people who are supporters of Oh My Globe will send me video uh -huh. of, of them at, at a, another store with something that's similar to Oh My Glow and just have a nice little cackle at that brand's expense. Because <laughs> it is laughable. It is. It, it really is. Like I, and then what happened with um, one of the major brands, like a, I think this was like a year or so ago and how uh, lots of the magazines were asking me to comment because I, I didn't, I honestly, I didn't care. Yeah. It didn't bother me because one, I knew it was going to happen because it's amazing. It's an amazing product. Thank you. I, I knew it was going to happen because it's not unheard of that colonizers love to pull DNA out of things that they think are better from us. Like it's not, it's not yeah, never an original idea, but it's like, that's what colonizers do. It's fine. I'm, it's not fine, but I'm used to it. Yeah. And what's another thing that makes me feel good, and this is just my petty talking, is when I read the comments of those other brands and say, like, hey, you should just go over to Oh My Glow. Yeah. This is, this is not that. You should just come over here. That's always like a nice stroke to the ego. Right. That's, it's really cool when you have those people who uh, like are diehard supporters. Like, you don't even have to fight your battles anymore. You just let, I, I don't. <laughs> let them do it for you. <laughs> That's so sad. What's one of your proudest moments so far when it comes to Oh My Glow? Beyonce's bigger video and spirit video. Ooh. Just thinking about that, we're coming up on a year. Uh huh. I I rem I was sitting right in this very room, and I was I was sitting at my desk, and I had my phone in my hand because it kept buzzing. It uh -huh. kept going off. And I don't even remember why I was in, why I was here. I don't even remember the reason why I was in my in the office. But I just I finally got frustrated. I looked at my phone and I kept seeing, I kept seeing um, this beautiful melanin melanated model and Beyonce's name above the picture. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what the hell is this? And I kept scrolling and I finally tapped it. And I, and when you tap on Instagram, you can see all the brands that are tagged on that post. Mm -hmm. And I, I saw Agent Crimson, um, I believe Janessa, and then I, mine was towards the bottom. Oh, my glow was towards the bottom. And I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I was so confused because, you know, we don't always read the caption. Right. We always read the caption. So I was like, I don't understand. And then I swiped because it was the makeup artist, Camilla, shout out to you, um, in California, amazing person, love her. She, she took video of the models or the dancers rather mm -hmm. from the video, from the music video of Spirit. Yeah. And I kept swiping and then I read the caption and she tagged all the brands that she used. And then she highlighted, Oh my glow mm -hmm. responsible for the glow on the, on, the, on one of the dancers. And I, I, I couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> I literally remember like not being able to find enough strength to get out of my chair. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that. Now Beyonce has not worn my product. I'm fine with it's that. No love. But I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> I can.
proudly say that I got all the way to a set of a music video for Beyonce knows Carter. Yeah. I would have never, something that I, I still make with my two hands, weekly basis, yeah. found its way to a Beyonce set, found its way on the face of Mariah Carey, found its way on the body of Cardi B, Lettucey, uh, Lynn Whitfield, icon Lynn Whitfield. Yeah. I, it, those are the moments that I really have to, I don't pat myself on the back a lot because I'm so busy, but there are days where I'm like, wait a minute, Mariah Carey has worn one of my products. The glow on the dancers of this spirit and bigger video, by the way, by way of Beyonce, have my product on. Let it sink in. It's like you got to take a second. Yeah, definitely. Especially when you're doing stuff on the scale that you're doing things. Yes. You have to take a, a, a moment to appreciate where you are. Um, celebrate those moments that happen because before you know, you're just, on, you're just going, going, going. There are times where I, I forget to celebrate, but I had no choice watching that bigger video. <laughs> watching that bigger video, I had no choice because I'm just, I sobbed. Yeah. That's now I saw, I think you posted sometime last year or maybe, girl, my years be getting mixed up, but I saw that Oh My Glow hit one, 100K. Yes, that was my, what was that, my one year? Yes, when I, one year into Oh My Glow, I made $100,000 and didn't realize it until, it was funny, I was in a meeting with my financial team, because he's in Chicago, I'm here. And he was like, oh, okay, you had a pretty good 2018, you, you know, because I, I just celebrated one year. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, you're, you're financially, uh, oh, my God, did really well. And I'm like, oh, yeah, really? He's like, yeah, you did uh, about $100,000. I said, like, hello? I said, oh. I said, what? So, yeah, you, you made one, 100000 <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Let it sink in. I, I, I did not know that. And this is when like building your team, like you having an accountant, having, mm-hmm. ha- he told me that. And I, I literally was like, I, I had no idea I did that. What no. do you think it is that people love so much about Oh My Glow? It's for them. It's, it is for them. It is for everyone. I made something that would fit everyone, but I kept women of color at the forefront of my mind mm-hmm. because I, as a woman who wears makeup, I like to look my best self. And for me, that's glowing. Mm-hmm. If I'm radiant, I feel good. I feel better. I, I know that I'm healthy. And that's what Oh My Glow provides. It provides that little boost of like, oh man, my skin is looking just so effervescent right now. And that just does something to your spirit. Mm -hmm. So was there a special strategy that you had for hitting that number or you was just operating in your business? I was on full, I just focused. I was like, let me do what I know. I had no idea what I was doing. So me making $100,000, I had no idea I'd done that. Like no clue. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't have a strategy. And sometimes when you're operating the way that some of us small or, or us indie brands operate, 
you'd be surprised how far we get with what you think we have. Like just yesterday, I saw a post from the founder and the creator of the lip bar. Mm-hmm. She just said, I can't, I don't remember her name. She said that um, until 2019, just last year, lip bar had no marketing budget. Think about that. No, the lip bar. Right. The lip bar is in Target. That's what I was saying. Like what? Globally sold. Uh huh. The lip bar. Two thousand nineteen was not that long ago. Right. <laughs> Had no marketing budget. Why? That's amazing. She just didn't. She's just like we figured it out. I know that's right. And won't a black woman do it? <laughs> Cause I feel like when, when products speak for themselves, they kind of like sell themselves. So it's like, you don't exactly. really have to. I mean, she has a budget now, yeah. but to 2019, she's like, lip bar didn't have a marketing budget. Mm-mm. And then you see brands like message in a bottle. Like these are, these are brands where the, that the branding, the identity of the product speaks for itself. And the people who know and love and appreciate what it is that we've built support us and will share us and that's the goal that's the marketing right there mm-hmm. and for people who have i guess an idea in their head and they want to start developing products what are like the top i guess three or whatever top whatever tips that you can give them like to like where should they start i would say google is the homie google is the homie yes like you're gonna find a lot of things by just researching mm-hmm community you definitely am going to need a community of people that have gone through what you're about to experience and who can offer insight and help when you need it so i found an amazing community on facebook uh build brand launch chock full of amazing black owned businesses like i i don't know what i would have done without that community of people like i i found such solace in that place it was like a when everything got nuts and I didn't know where to go, that's where I went. And there was always someone that would help me with what I needed help with. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter what it was. I, I remember there were plenty of times where someone would stop what they were doing, get on a Zoom call with me and walk me through whatever was about to have me slit in my wrists. <laughs> it was just, and I mean, and it, they just wanted me to feel like I could do what I thought I couldn't. Right. And perfect strangers. Like, so community is, is that. And, um, lastly, probably a class, not probably, definitely classes invest in your education mm-hmm. and tell you what an education will provide. Because when you're feeling for me, I can't really speak for everybody, but when I'm feeling overwhelmed or like my, my mindset is starting to slip, I'm feeling like this, this doubt I realized that the best way to combat that is with knowledge. If I'm afraid of something, it means I don't understand what, what it is I'm afraid of. So let me find out information about this particular thing that I'm struggling with so I can learn it and battle it. If I'm, if I don't understand how to design my product, if I don't know how to design or a layout for a bottle, the best thing I can do is go to somebody who does. Yeah. That's, I, I love that. I love the fact that you said classes, education, because I'm such a firm believer in education mm-hmm. and I never really thought about it 
in that way of um, if you doubt yourself about something, then learn about it. So you won't have to doubt yourself about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of those people that when I want to do something, I almost feel kind of weird moving forward without doing a class. And even with doing this podcast, I had to, it's, it's certain things that I feel like you have to have a real serious conversation with yourself too, because it's like, if you know how to do something, is it your doubt or is it like you're trying to self-sabotage yourself? Right. The podcast, I was like, I need to do this course. I was going to do this course uh, to learn how to like launch the whole thing and everything. But I was like, girl, first of all, you know how to do this. You know how to edit. You know how to do the podcast. Now, for people who want to get into creating beauty products and they want to know the ins and outs of product development and everything like that, I know that you have something very special coming up that I would love for you to share with the friends and beauty community. Yes, I am. After much, much demand, (laughs) people were just asking me, berating me to host a class. I am now doing a six-week course to teach people how to product develop their brand. Now, what that means is I don't care what it is that you're making. Okay. It doesn't matter. It could be tea. It could be cookies. It could be pajamas. It doesn't have to be a cosmetic. Okay. I'm going to teach people how to, what they need to build their brand from start to finish. The, the things that they need to know mm-hmm. in order to get through the journey <laughs> without having to do all of that work that I had to do in the first year and a half of Oh My Glow. I love that. I love that. So what can they expect to gain by the end of the six weeks? Okay. So we're going to do every week. There's going to be different topics. Uh, We're going to talk about how to find vendors, how to speak to those vendors, how to vet those vendors. Mm -hmm. Because especially if you're working with vendors overseas, there, there's a little bit of a different way of communicating with them. Not so much as far as like language barriers, because there is that, but there is uh, certain requirements. Like you need to be able to communicate with them, sizing, specs, paper finishes, uh, ink finishes. You need to be able to talk those points to yeah. your vendor in a way that they meet your demands. I want to talk about um, how to find a lab how to visit those labs and how to have like a, a, a walkthrough when you're interviewing people that are going to be making your product for you. Fulfilling. Fulfilling is a big deal. And a lot of, I have never seen a class, a course, an ebook, nothing on how to properly fulfill. So many people are learning how shipping works on the fly. I had to, and it's, it's frustrating. Shipping it's frustrating and you got to get it right or it's going to cost you. We're going to go through all of those things. We're going to talk about design, uh, how to hire uh, graphic designers, how to design your own product if you have to do it yourself. Um, want things to be cost effective for your budget because not everybody has the same budget. We're going to go through all of those things. Nice. That sounds amazing. Thank you. That sounds amazing. It sounds like it's been a long time coming. I mean, I guess, because I <laughs> I didn't think about doing anything like this. Yeah. You guys told me you needed it. So I'm like, I guess I'll do it. Yeah. I guess I, but this, this is me and my not understanding how digital classes work. I've never done something on this scale, but shout out to MMU. Yeah. Diana Robinson. <laughs> we uh, had to 
she, she broke it down for me. And this is like having a coach, having community. If I, if you don't know somebody, you better find someone that can help you Mm because you can do it. If you have the vision to do whatever it is that you want, you can't do it by yourself. You do need someone to, to stand next to you. I'm glad you said that because coaching, I don't know what I would do without coaching. Ooh. I would be stuck. I would be depressed. I would probably, I probably would have gave up by now for real. Right. If I didn't have a coach. You need, yes. Coaching is, is something that's vital to mm-hmm. business owners and some of people who we admire most, they have coaches, several. Yes. For different things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how can people sign up for this amazing course and find out more information? Um, the course you can go, you can basically go onto my Instagram, which is Joelle Phillips, J-O-E-L-L-E-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S and click on the link in the bio. It'll take you to my link tree mm-hmm. and all of the information is listed there. You can click the sign up. I believe it's the last button uh, for the six week course. Um, Early bird, unfortunately sold out already. <laughs> Good. I was actually kind of like shocking, but all the early bird seats are gone and all of the members of the very, of this class are going to be my founding members. So you guys are going to get treated like royalty. You're going to be extra gifts that you guys will learn. You're going to be getting, um, this introductory rate of 197. It is an investment, but it's, that's a steal. It is in comparison to what it's going to cost in September when I relaunch. Yeah. Oh, y'all hear that now. So if, if this is something that you've been interested in for a while, 197 for that is it's a steal. Like six week course, you guys are gonna we're gonna have community. We're gonna I'm gonna answer all of your questions. I'm gonna really take you under my wing and teach you some of the things, a lot of the things that no one is teaching. And I don't, I, I don't get why, but I don't know, but I, I'm here now. Yeah. <laughs> Some people might not teach it because they, they don't think that it's really a thing that's needed for real. It's like, well, I figured it out so they could figure it out. No, I wasted like, if I could have had a course like this when I started, oh my God, oh my glow. I would have been in there. Farther than it is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got pretty far starting where I started and a lot of people, I, I mean, I've, I've met a lot of people that look at me and are like, you made this, mm-hmm. you made all of these and you still take clients. Wait. You, you ship yourself and you still have brides. Right. It's like, and you make this product and you, your product has gotten on which red carpet by which famous makeup. What? It's, it's like that. So I've gotten far by mm-hmm. what I've learned on my own, but it had someone taught exactly what I'm about to show everybody else. I would have, oh my God, light years, leaps and bounds. Definitely. Further. Right. And I always tell people too, if it's, if it's something that people are constantly asking you about, then obviously it's some value there. Yes. It's something you should look into. So even if you don't, you know, make products or anything, if somebody's always asking you, how you do your brows, girl, you always do your brows so good. Like maybe you should do a brow course or maybe you should, you know, that's something that you should look into. So I always tell people that. That's true. Now with everything that you have going on, how do you, how do you stay like mentally tough like, how do you keep your mindset together and not like lose it every, every second with everything that you got going on? I try to remember to breathe. Mm-hmm. That's the, <laughs> I go to therapy. Uh-huh. This business like made me have to sit and talk to somebody. Okay. Oh, my glow broke me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I take naps. Mm, I, 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 I try to like really listen to my inner voice, my myself, like Joelle, sit down. Joelle, it's time to stop. I will get into the kitchen and cook something. Mm-hmm. I'll, I, it's all about self-care for me. I will steam my face if I'm feeling stressed. I'll play with my dog, who's probably really mad at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rub on Cora for a little bit. I'll, um, I'll, I try to stay mentally tough. I read a lot of uh, Law of Attraction, and I try to like fix because I struggle with mindset like anyone else. But I, I look into ways to strengthen it. Watch a lot of YouTube. I follow a lot of influential people in business that will, that help. Cause sometimes you need that, that kick in the butt be like, okay, it's okay to do nothing. Yeah. I need to be told sometimes it's okay to do nothing. That's what I love about this time a little bit. It's like, I'm not, I mean, I'm doing stuff, but it's, it's not like the pressure. Right. The pressure's off. Yeah. yeah. Pressure's really off. Now, one thing I forgot to ask about the course, um, is this more so for people who have an idea in mind already, or is there an aspect of the course that I kind of help them figure out what they want to um, develop? Love this question. It's actually for both. Okay. This course, if you, let me, let me back up. If you have a product in full development already, you have a brand, you're good with everything, but you want to source different vendors or have access to better vendors, or maybe you want better shipping branding. Mm -hmm. I have an ebook called the uh, Product Building Guide. That is going to be more for you. Uh, That one is uh, 27, and it's also available on my Instagram link. You can just click on that, and that's going to help you develop and maybe even redesign a few things if you want. Or like I said, if you're just looking for a way to have a better idea of how you should fulfill your packaging or design anything, that's going to be the guide for you. Now, the course, if you have an idea and you're not sure where to start or you're at the beginning stages of building a brand, but you you don't have packaging, you don't have um, a vendor for certain crucial things that you need, you don't know where to go, my course is for you as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Is it like a, um, uh, what is it called? Like self-paced course or is it like a, a live you meet every week and go through the, the content? It's going to be a live. Every Wednesday, the first one is going to be uh, this coming Wednesday at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard. We're going to come in every week live. I'm going to answer questions. I'm going to show you guys some, some um some layouts of a few things. I'm going to teach how to properly uh, source your own vendors. I'm going to provide some vendors that I love, mm-hmm. but I believe in contingency plans. Everyone should have a contingency plan. And there's a lot of things that people don't know when ordering from overseas. Like, did y'all know that China takes the entire month of February off? Girl, stop. Is that produced? Nothing gets produced in wow. China. Nothing. I kind of like that though. My birthday's in February. I'll be chilling. <laughs> be lovely, but like some people who are smaller businesses, I, I, when I found that out, yeah, I wanted to die because that speeded up the process of having to order things by like seven days, and I and I had maybe four. 
So it's like, oh my God, no one told me China takes vacations regularly. And it's not just the entire month of February. There are other, there are other holidays that are obscure right. in the United States. We would never know about, but when you have a small business and your business has to stop because your, your manufacturer is closed because they partying. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> the little things. Right. Little that things. calendar, that, that, uh, that launch calendar. Yes. So when did you say this um, course kicks off? The 27th, which is this coming Wednesday at 5 p.m. Okay. So for, for people who are hearing this episode after, um, I guess, the 27th, yes. you still have an opportunity. Is this something you think you, you're going to continue? Oh, absolutely. The, the, I've already picked out that we're going to come back in September. So I'm going to take right. August off, re, uh, reformulate, reformulate everything. So it'll probably be more like a module concept. Come September, not sure we um, might do a live. Not really sure yet on that, but we're definitely coming back in September. But the the of course the the investment will have uh, changed a little bit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you you if they don't jump on this, like <laughs> like like the people that know about this right now, mm-hmm. that is like a steal. Anyways. They're going to get so much I'm going to go on live a little later today and like make a formal, pretty much exactly what we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go on live and talk about answer questions because people have questions. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Joelle. This has been amazing. Like I've learned so much about you because I feel like we've known each other, like, you know, Instagram world and we've seen each other a few times in person, but yeah. really getting to know your story and learn more about Oh My Glow and what you have coming up is I'm just so excited. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. But before you go, I have to ask you some friends and beauty rapid fire questions. I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to call them rapid fire, but whatever comes to your mind first, just, just give it to me. All right. What are the top three keys to your success? Patience, prayer, (sighs) coffee. Yes. Patience, (laughs) prayer, and coffee. Love it. <laughs> How do you measure your success? Money. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Hey. Money. That's perfectly fine. Money. I, I, I love money. I love seeing what I can grow with it. I can I can scale my business to make it better with it. Mm-hmm. I can take care of my mother my mother with it. I can take care of my family. I can take care of my dog. I can take care of me. I, I yeah, money. And that's the affirmation. I love, I love money. I love money. Start saying that people. I love money. And do not be ashamed of it. Do not let people make you feel bad about loving a fiscal income. Cause that's just stupid. Right. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that at all. (laughs) What's the best advice you've ever received? I have no right to complain about the things I choose to deal with. (laughs) I love that. What advice would you give to someone who's ready to give up on their dreams of being in the beauty industry? I would ask why first. And if it makes sense to me why they want to quit based on what they've told me, I will respectfully, I will respect their wishes. But if it's coming from a place of fear, then we're going to have to have a conversation about what you're afraid of because fear, like I said earlier, is just coming from a place of the unknown Mm -hmm. and you can always learn something that you don't know. But if you want to quit because it's, it doesn't, 
adhere or align with your life or doesn't align with what you need for you, then fine. I'm not going to judge you for that. Right. I love that. What's a resource that's helped you in your business, whether your artistry or Oh My Glow, um, that you can share with the friends and beauty community? Google. I s- listen, I need a shirt that says Google is the homie. Remember, Jesus is, is make it. I need a Google is the homie shirt because I will go to Google before I bother anybody. If I can't find what I need off of that device, because they're, listen to me, this thing, I don't even have to type no more. All I got to do is speak into the mic. Okay. And ask my questions. So true. I love Google. I love Google too. And I think it's like a resource that people underestimate. And I don't know why. It's like, it's, you can certainly Google this and find out this information. How many people ask me questions that Google got for, like, why are y'all bothering me? Ask Google or ask Siri, because she seemed to know a lot too. I talk to her more than I talk to my dog. I talk to Siri like, hey girl, what time is it in China? Because I need to know. Siri, does China have any holidays I need to know about? Uh huh. I, I don't get why people don't use, I have, a, I have so many friends that will bother me on stuff. And I'm like, you know, Google has the answer. Why are you asking me? Yep. Yep. I do the same thing. So the last one, yes. I want you to fill in the blank. Okay. Say my name is blank and the key to longevity and success is blank. My name is Joelle. And the key to success and longevity is patience. Patience is the key. Yes. You have, to, you have to know that what you want, your goals, all of those things will happen. But you just have to stay the course of that journey and be patient because it will come. Nice, nice. Before you go again, let everybody know where they can find you and connect with you. Um, joellephillips.com or on Instagram. I am there all the time. Joelle Phillips is my at. You guys can email me at joelle at joellephillips.com. Everything's under my name, guys. Like literally every single thing. Uh, this was so fun. This was so this fun. This was fun. I'm, I'm really, I know this is going to be bomb. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, I forgot. Oh My Glow Cosmetics is spelled O-M-G-L-O. It's, it's an acronym, guys. Yes. Cosmetics.com. If you want to purchase any of my glow products, O-M-G-L-O Cosmetics. Awesome sauce. Thank you, Joelle. My pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Friends in Beauty podcast. Don't forget, sharing is caring. Share this episode with at least one friend in beauty and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts so that other friends in beauty can find this show. Plus, we'd love to hear your feedback. Connect with us on all social media platforms at Friends in Beauty, hashtag Friends in Beauty to join the conversation and join our Friends in Beauty Facebook community to stay connected. Talk to you soon.